What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Week 10 Fantasy episode on Gridiron Authority Podcasts. My name is Keith Thornton. With me, as always, my co-host, Mike Adams. Mike, what do we got in store this week? Uh, we got a lot to cover. We're going to be doing our fantasy deep dive, who to start, who to sit, some guys to look out for, uh, you know, some some waiver wire guys to pick up. So a uh, lot, to, lot to cover. All right, let's get started. Let's start this week's episode on a very somber note, and that is the recap between me and Mike in fantasy football in the Gridiron Authority League. Mike pulls out the victory 160.94 over me. I had 124.62. Mike, what'd you think? I mean, it, it uh, champions do what champions do. Let's be <laughs> honest. Uh, I mean, right now I'm 2-0 and against you in fantasy this year. Uh, dominated basically both of them. Uh, number one in both of those leagues, by the way. Uh, so right now I'm just getting really cocky at the moment. It'll come crashing down soon. I'm sure. Uh, but I mean, I had a couple guys with some big games. I think that was a real difference. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Tyler Lockett had huge games, uh, and you had Cooper cup on a buy. So, uh, I mean, we weren't fully matched up with our best potential teams out there, but, uh, obviously I'm not going to argue with a win. I'd just like to point out five championships in this league for me. I'm just saying. Uh, this is a what have you done for us lately? <laughs> I think I might have won a championship more recently than you too. What have you done for me this season? Kind of. Like- <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, here's the way I look at it. Nobody remembers regular season games, right? We'll meet again in the playoffs, hopefully for a championship, and that's when it'll count. So I'm excited about it. No, it was a good week. I mean, uh, we both played well. Like you said, my my score would have been good against a lot of the teams in the league, but uh, you know like we like to hype ourselves up here we both know what we're doing and we both put up a good score this week i just fell short so uh good win and you'll never happen again about that (laughs) all right let's get started with some of our projections for this week uh mike who are your top quarterbacks this week uh just kind of looking through the lists uh number one i'm going lamar jackson against the Bengals. Uh, we've talked about time and time again, the Bengals have a garbage defense. Lamar Jackson has been playing. I mean, I, I want to say almost on an MVP level. Uh, I think he's a little shy of that, but he's, he's right on that cusp right now. Uh, actually leads the Bengals in rushing with 630 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, you know, he's been th- not throwing the ball well, but he's been throwing the ball efficiently. Uh, and I think he's going to put up some good fantasy numbers. So, uh, that's one of them. Uh, Pat Mahomes expected to come back this week against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to be ready to let it, you know, just sling it down the field. I think the chiefs offense is going to be ready to open up a little bit. Uh, I think he has a big game against the Titans. Uh, also looking at, at, uh, we kind of discussed it in the last episode, but the, uh, Falcon saints, I'm looking at both of those guys. I'm looking at Matt Ryan. I'm looking at drew Brees. Uh, despite my criticisms of Dan Quinn this season, Matt Ryan has put up great passing numbers, uh, thrown for over 2000 yards, 15 touchdowns in, uh, in eight games. Uh, I think he puts up 300 yards and a couple touchdowns against the Saints defense. Honestly, um, drew Brees came back, had a great game his first week back. 
I think he continues that momentum against a bad defense. Uh, I think the Saints are winning the game, but I think this is going to be a fun. This is going to be a fun offensive game to watch, I believe. Um, and then my last one, honestly, I'm looking at Jameis Winston against the Cardinals. Um, as I discussed in the actual gridiron episode, I love what Jameis Winston's doing this season. Yes, he's still throwing a few, you know, a little too many, uh, a little too much interceptions, but uh, I, I love what he's doing. Again, his confidence looks looks to be up. Um, he's making good decisions for the most part, and he's got Godwin and Mike Evans on the outside, uh, two of the best fantasy receivers in football. So uh, two of the best just receivers in football in general. Uh, so those are those are my five guys to, to look out for. I like the top five, and the one thing I like about it is I got two guys in your top five, which makes me feel pretty happy. Not that you can start two quarterbacks in our league, but Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, I'm pretty happy with that situation. Um, I know I got a lot of flack early in the – in the draft process after our draft for drafting Lamar Jackson, but I think, I think it's worked out. I really like him. Um, one guy I would add in that is Kyler Murray. I think going against Tampa Bay, that's going to be a shootout. He's played well in just about every game that they've played and he always puts up the, the yards and points. So I got Kyler Murray in there. Otherwise I like your top five. So who do you have to stay away from this week? Um, you know, honestly, I'm I'm looking at Russell Wilson against the the 49ers now. I did pick the Seahawks to to beat the 49ers, um, but I think it's going to be a low scoring kind of ugly game, old school football style game. Uh, I think Russell Wilson will put up some good numbers on the ground, but I think throwing the ball, he's going to struggle a little bit. Uh, the 49ers are going to be looking to bounce back after that kind of disappointing. Uh, effort on the defensive side of the ball or dif- disappointing results on the, the defensive side of the ball against the Cardinals. So uh, I, I, you know, again, Russell Wilson, MVP caliber player this year, but I think he struggles against the 49ers. So here's one I've gotten. If you listen to the the recap review episode of this week, you know, it's going to be Kirk Cousins going against Dallas. Um, first of all, I'm just, let me just start by saying Dallas has an above 500 record. If that's not enough for you to bench him, uh, they've also got a really good defense. And when Kirk Cousins goes in either a 500 team or a good defense, he's not a good quarterback. So uh, he's projected this week as a top 10 play. I don't buy it, and I won't start him this week. So what do you think of that one? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, you got good, uh good pick there. That makes you happy, doesn't it? Uh, absolutely. I hope you're 100% <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to the running backs here. Here are my top five. And this one can be fairly easy because I feel like I just repeat myself week in and week out with you guys. But number one, Christian McCaffrey, even though he's going against Green Bay, like I said in the in the preview episode, I think that he's going to play that role that Austin Eckler played this week where he gets open in the, in the passing game. And I expect Christian McCaffrey, especially in a PPR league, to have a big game against Green Bay. Um, I'm going to go Dalvin Cook because if they're smart, they're going to run the football against Dallas. Uh, Kirk Cousins obviously isn't going to be able to get it done with his arm. Dalvin Cook, I, I say it week in, week out. I like guys who get touches. This guy's going to get the touches. Uh, he didn't have the best game against the Chiefs, but he did get those carries. So um, I'm fully expecting him there at number two. At number three, I've got Saquon Barkley going against the Jets. Uh, we know what the Jets are, and that's a bad football team. Uh, Giants aren't a lot better, but Saquon Barkley is, he's in a class of his own. He's going to be that, that stud back there. So I expect him to have a big game at number four. I've got Ezekiel Elliott going against Minnesota. Minnesota has a really good defense, but you know, Mike, you talked about it. Damien Williams 
kind of tore him up a little bit. Granted, he had a 91-yard touchdown run, but it can't be done running against him. And and like I said, this is my trend. I like guys to get touches, and Zeke's going to get them. Um, the last guy I got here, I'm going to go Alvin Kamara if he's healthy. I know he's going to be playing, but I don't know what the split is going to be between him and Latavius Murray. But going against Atlanta, they don't have a good defense, and I expect Alvin Kamara to have a big game. So that's my top five. Who do you got? Uh, you know, the the big one I'm looking at, um, and, and kind of a little surprised you didn't pick him because we've had a, 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 a motto this season that's basically start players against the Dolphins. Uh, so I'm looking at Marlon Mack for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I think he's going to have a huge game. Uh, he's had a great season for the Colts. They're going to be without Jacoby Brissett. Uh, so he's going to get the touches against a bad defense. Uh, I think Marlon Mack has a huge game this week. Couldn't agree more. That's one that kind of slipped my mind there. I, you know, the Dolphins won all of a sudden. I think they're a real team. Uh, no, I I agree. (laughs) <laughs> I, think, I think Marlon Mack goes off too. The other one I kind of have to look out for is Derrick Henry. At the season, I had two mottos. One was start players against the Dolphins. The other one was start running backs against KC. But the way that they've played the last couple of weeks, all of a sudden, uh, a start against KC for running back isn't 100 yards and a touchdown guaranteed like it was at the beginning of the season. So I do expect Derrick Henry to get a lot of touches against them. And he'll probably have some success, but I wouldn't think it'd be a, a massive game, but I still think he's a solid play. So who do you have to stay away from in this one? Uh, you know, just kind of looking at it, I, I'm thinking Jones for, for Green Bay, honestly. Um, I, I said I expect Aaron Rodgers to come out and have a great game. But, the, I mean, the Panthers, they have a nasty run defense, honestly. Uh, I think it's a bad matchup for, for Jones. And, and so I, I'm, that's, that's my big one, I think, to kind of stay away from. So I got one here that's going to be a little bit surprising, and it's Nick Chubb. First of all, Cleveland's going against Buffalo, who has a really good defense. And secondly, they're getting back Kareem Hunt. And I don't know how much he's going to take the carries, but I could see this as kind of a uh, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram of last year. Mark Ingram comes back from suspension, and Kamara's production drops off the face of the earth. I could see that happening with Nick Chubb, too, because they're going to want to rotate those guys in. And you don't have a player like Kareem Hunt just sitting on the bench. So I expect him to play, them to split some carries. So on the paper, he looks like a great start this week, Nick Chubb does, but I would be cautionary there. Yeah, for sure. All right, so who are your top five wide receivers for this week? Uh, All right, so starting with, to me, I think, number one for this week, I believe is going to be Mike Evans. Um, I said, I like Jameis Winston throwing the ball. Someone's got to catch it. Mike Evans is that guy. I think he's been one of the best fantasy receivers in football over the last few weeks. Godwin got off to the hot start. Um, but Mike Evans has kind of taken over the last few weeks. Uh, so I love what Mike Evans has been doing. I love the matchup against the Cardinals. Uh, and then moving on Cooper cup. Uh, I've been a, a huge fan of Cooper cup this season. Uh, I've got him in one of my fantasy leagues, luckily. Uh, He's a great PPR guy, gets lots of catches, gets lots of yards, has a good amount of touchdowns. Uh, He's going against the Steelers, who have an okay defense. Not a great, not a bad, but just kind of an okay defense. Uh, So I like that matchup. Uh, Also looking at Amari Cooper for for the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, he he had a a nice game this past week. I think he's starting to get healthy a little bit, uh, starting to build up that rapport with, with Dak Prescott. Uh, he's playing a big game Sunday night football against the Vikings. He had a big game on Monday night football against the, 
the uh, Giants. So he shows up for these big games. So I love the Amari Cooper matchup um, against the uh, uh, against the Vikings. Uh, and then moving on, I like Tyree Kill against uh, I like Tyree Kill against the Titans. Um, kind of the same thing. I said Mahomes is going to have a big game. He's got to throw to someone. Tyree Kill is that guy. Uh, he he had some big games with Matt Moore as his, as his quarterback. So imagine what he's going to do with with Patrick Mahomes back there again. Uh, and then uh, I'm also I, I really like Kenny Galladay. Um, I know he's got a tough matchup against the Bears, uh, but. Uh, Matt Stafford's been throwing the ball extremely well this year. Uh, he's on pace right now, I believe, for right around 5,000 yards and, and almost 40 touchdowns. Uh, Kenny Galladay's been a big part of that, uh, has over 600 yards, has seven touchdowns, gets a good amount of receptions, averages you know, about five catches a game, I believe. Um, so, I mean, PPR-wise, Kenny Galladay is going to be a, a good matchup, um, even against the Bears. So here's a guy I got here, and this guy is my guy, and he's going to bring my team, two Johnsons and one cup, back from the dead, and that's Cooper Cup. Uh, going against Pittsburgh, this guy's going to be wide open all day, and and this offense really, where it used to run through Todd Gurley, to me this offense runs through Jared Goff and Cooper Cup, so that's my guy. You got any to stay away from? Um, Yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking at – Honestly, Devonte Parker against uh, against the Colts. Uh, I mean, the Colt. The again, the Dolphins came out. They had a good, nice game uh, against the against the Jets, and a lot of people are, are kind of letting it slip about how bad of a team they really are. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to jump on that Devonte Parker kind of not bandwagon, but you know, he had a nice. He's had a nice couple games recently, but going against this Colts defense, uh, I believe now the the dolphins with Mark Walton being suspended. Uh, I think they're really going to be on about a fifth string running back, honestly. Uh, so I, I, they're going to be able to, you know, kind of load up and defend the pass. I think, I think Devonte Parker gets shut down. I think again, the dolphins are going to get kind of a reality check and a slap to the face really. So um, that's mine to stay away from. I got a couple in this one. And I know you're not going to like to hear this, but I got Tyler Lockett going against San Francisco. I think, uh, like you said, Russell Wilson's going to struggle a little bit, but I think Tyler Tyler Lockett is so deep ball dependent, and the 49ers have a, a just a solid pass rush with Nick Bosa. They're not going to allow Russell Wilson to stand back there all day and find him deep. So I still think he's a pretty good play, but he's not. I don't think he's the number one receiver that he's been so far this this year. And then the other guy I got is Emmanuel Sanders. Not that he's been. You know, not that anyone has him as a huge starter, but he did have a hundred yards and a touchdown last week, but that was against a really bad uh, uh, Cardinals team. So I think that going against the Seahawks, he's going to struggle a little bit, not get in that rhythm that he got last week, and and honestly, uh, depends on Jimmy Garoppolo. Sometimes he doesn't even have to throw it that much; he might just pound the football and win a game that way. So those are my two to kind of look out for. All right, let's look at my top five wide receiver or tight ends here. Sorry. Um, number one, I got to go Travis Kelsey. Even with Matt Moore playing, Travis Kelsey was has so reliable on third down, catching the football yards after carry or yards after catch, getting the first downs and getting open. He's just, he's been great all year long. And I think that continues. So I've got him at number one. Number two, I got Darren Waller. Um, this is a guy that every single week, He's just he just shows up and plays really good football at the tight end position and and like you said it's cool because it's a guy that was on the waiver wire earlier this year but he's shown up and the Chargers 
Uh, defense isn't great right now, so I got Darren Waller at number two. Um, I got Austin Hooper still at number three. Um, Atlanta, I don't think that they beat the Saints. I don't think it's really that close, but Austin Hooper has been really one of their best receiving weapons there is this year, so I expect him to have another big game. Um, I've got Mark Andrews at number four going against Cincinnati Bengals. We talked about how, you know, obviously the Bengals are terrible and that the Ravens are going to score a lot of points. And Mark Andrews has just been that reliable target for uh, Lamar Jackson all year. And then at number five, I've got Hunter Henry for the Chargers going against Oakland. Uh, we talked about, we think this is a point where the Chargers turn the corner and start playing good football the rest of the year. And to be completely honest, when you go back over the years, Antonio Gates and all that stuff, Philip Rivers is his best when he has a tight end that can catch the football. And I think Hunter Henry is going to fill that gap this week. So that's my top five. Who do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at George Kittle for the 49ers. Um, I, I mean, I love what he's been doing down there. Um, going to, going against the Seahawks, um, you talked about Emmanuel Sanders being a bad matchup. Uh, I think you're absolutely correct there. Um, I think where the 49ers can succeed is setting up the play, you know, running the ball, setting up the play action and kind of dumping it over top of some of those linebackers and safeties and stuff. And in order to do that, George Kittle's got to have a big game. So I'm picking Kittle. Yeah, I like it. You need to stay away from this week. Um, you know, I'm not really. I mean, there's again, we kind of talk about it every week. There's only so many guys you can start. Um, and if you don't really have one of those top 10 guys, uh, to me, they're all kind of a, a crap shoot, honestly. So, um, if you have a top, you know, top 10 tight end or even top 12, if you get out into that kind of Jason Witten range, which I think he's right around 11 or 12 overall, uh, in most leagues. Um, if you have from there up, you're pretty good after that, it's kind of a crap shoot and it just kind of really becomes a matchup based thing. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, if you find yourself like I am, I've got Darren Fells, and when he's on a bye week, it really puts you in a bind. Uh, right now, I still haven't really made up my mind where I'm going to go with tight ends because in our league, it's a little bit thin. I mean, and just like we talked about, we talked about our top six or seven right here, and after that, there's really not a lot of great starters. So um, you're looking at guys like Jimmy Graham, Jason Witten, Vance McDonald, who are, you know, they're serviceable plays. I don't know that they're necessarily great plays or stay away from plays, but you may have no choice in your league. You got to pick up some of these guys and get them started just to get you through the bye weeks. Yeah. And, and a lot of those guys are, they're good plays on a lot of weeks, but they're also pretty quiet plays on a lot of weeks. You know, Jason Witten has had some really nice games this season, but he's also had a couple games where he's kind of, uh, you know, been a little quiet on the fantasy front. Uh, same thing with Jimmy Graham. I mean, I think he went a couple games in a row without a single catch, but then he also comes out and has some nice games. So, uh, I mean, once you get past those, you know, number six, seven, eight, uh, you know, what you find is, uh, some quality plays, but you also find a lot of inconsistency. Absolutely. So let's take a look at a couple of our defenses to look at this week. Obviously to me, the number one is the Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati Bengals. You're getting Ryan Finley with his first start. You might have A.J. Green back, but I don't think it necessarily matters. Uh, they don't have any pass protection, so I think you're going to see the young rookie Ryan Finley throwing some picks in this game. Uh, who do you got defense? Uh, I'm looking at the Bills against the Browns. Uh, we've talked about that dysfunction that the Browns have. Uh, the Bills, I think, have an elite defense. I believe they have a top-five defense. Uh, and like you said earlier, I believe uh, – 
I think the Bills are going to get to Baker Mayfield. I think they're going to hit him early. They're going to disrupt him a lot, uh, get inside his head, and and I think it's going to be a long a long day for the Browns. And this is one of those really weird weeks where the good defenses that are playing are playing decent offenses, so there's not any like super standout. I mean, you've got the 49ers playing Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, so it might not be the best start for them. you got the Bears defense, which has been really good, going against Detroit, Matt Stafford. Um, so you've got these teams in there. I think a sneaky play this week might be, and forgive me for saying this, the Kansas City Chiefs against Tennessee Titans. Uh, I don't think that the Titans have the wide receivers to get it done against the Chiefs, and I actually like this Chiefs pass rush getting sacks. I mean, this team right now has creeped into the top 15 defenses in the league, and they're putting a lot of pressure on the QBs. So I think the Chiefs are going to be a sneaky one this week. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a great pick. All right. I think that wraps up our episode. Do you have anything you want to add to the fantasy episode this week besides the fact that you beat me? We get it. Uh, yeah. I mean, just to reiterate, I did beat you. Um, <laughs> I beat you bad. Um, really, you could tell on this episode, your confidence is, is shook. So um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of beat you on two fronts, emotionally and in fantasy. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's a great win for me. I think we should all celebrate that. Uh, but on a, on a more, you know, serious note, uh, I mean, just kind of keep doing what we've been talking about. You got to stay active. Um, we're already seeing people in some of our leagues that are, you know, they've kind of leveled out and, and now they, they're just kind of letting their teams write it out and hope that it gets better. They're not actually staying active. They're not doing anything to improve their team or to help their team get back to being, you know, good. Um, they've slipped and they're just hoping that they can dig their way out of it by keeping the same guys that those same guys, you know, get hot at the same time again. And, and, uh, so we're kind of hitting that, you know, that lull and fantasy season right now where you're seeing a lot of people just kind of give up, um, because they've been struggling. So just kind of stay active, stay on top of it, keep making moves. And, and if you are struggling, try and dig your way out. Yeah. We see a lot of that year in year out where, you know, just to kind of build on what Mike said, your team starts out really hot and really good. And all of a sudden your team starts to downturn, but you think, you know, my team was really good at the beginning of the season. They're going to get back to that and you just stay on it. And next thing you know, you're at the bottom half of the league and you're out of the playoffs. So uh, just because you were good at one point in the season with your team doesn't mean you're going to finish good. I'm not saying any names, <clears throat> Mike. <laughs> I've, I've been good all season. Yeah, that'll change. I don't know yeah. if I play you again, but uh, I hope so. I hope we at least meet in the playoffs because I'd like to eat my revenge game. All right, we'll see. I mean, my team's name's two Johnsons, one cup, and I didn't have either Johnsons or cup against you. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I got nothing on it. Really, I just beat you. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I don't think there's no proof of that. Nobody knows this but us. Damn, post I, the, just, I'll, I just said it. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll post the, the score sheet on, on uh, social media. <laughs> All right. Speaking of social media, if you like our college football episode, stay tuned. You're going to hear that one. If you like the NFL review and preview episode, you can go listen to that one. Where else can they find us? As always, check us out on gridironauthority.com. Uh, all our episodes are available there, all our articles. Um, also, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. Uh, and and as always, check us out. Uh, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, really. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Google Music, all that stuff. So uh, again, check us out. Let us know what you think.
All right, stay tuned, guys. Thank you.